Howdy, y'all, and welcome to The Daily Grind with your host, John Spencer. Grab a mug of your favorite brew and join me and my sister, Carla, and then get ready to brew your brain, sharpen your wit, and enrich your faith. We'll give you the rundown on today's date, share some interesting historical facts, and then toss out a few random musings just to get your brain gears turning. Plus, I'll offer up some thoughts to ponder on your walk with Jesus. So let's get this show on the road. Hey, good morning, Carla. Good morning, John. Good morning, happy, Daily Grinders. Yeah, happy Tuesday, everybody. It is Tuesday, November 21st. And on this day in 1800, the U.S. Congress met in Washington, D.C. for the first time. Oh, wow. Okay, then. Also on this date in 1905, Albert Einstein's paper, Does the Inertia of a Body Depend Upon Its Energy Content?, was published in the Journal of, um, or the Annals of Physics, Annalen der Physik. Oh, I don't believe I've read this paper. Oh, on, this dated, on this date in 1920, in Dublin, Ireland, tragically, 31 people are killed in what became known as Bloody Sunday. Oh, no. It included 14 British informants, 14 Irish civilians, three Irish Republican Army prisoners, and it is the basis for U2's Sunday Bloody Sunday. Right. On this date in 1952, the U.S. postage stamp, the Red Cross 3 cent in two colors with <laughs> rotary printing process was introduced. So we'd had stamps before, but this was the first like multicolor kind of things using rotary printing Ooh, so big time mass produced big time three cents it cost three cents to yeah. buy a stamp yeah. okay then yeah three cents Ooh. on this date in 1953 authorities at the british natural history museum announced that the pit down man's skull one of the most famous fossil skulls in the world was a hoax oh that's painful. <gasps> That's painful. Yeah. And on this date in 1969, the first permanent ARPNET multi-computer connection linked uh, was established between UCLA and SRI. The very first one. That's mm. kind of when the internet started right there. Hmm. Little known fact, Al Gore did that. I was no, just thinking, no, what? <laughs> where was he exactly? Was he in California? No. <laughs> on this date in 1980, everyone was asking who shot JR. Oh, weren't we all? Yeah, everyone. in the last year's, yes. <laughs> in the season finale, the season oh. opener of Dallas answered that question mm -hmm. that people had been asking all summer <laughs> and well into fall. Do you remember who it was? Was it Sue Ellen? It was Sue Ellen's sister, oh, Kristen, okay. Okay, okay, who shot who oh, shot Jay. Okay, that's crazy um, that I couldn't tell you because I knew the question. I just... knew everybody knows the question. And then I was going, I don't know I'm the not answer. Even sure, I know. <laughs> see now, see sharpen your wit. And on this date in 1989, okay, let this date seek in. 1989, the law banning smoking on most U.S. domestic flights was signed by President George H.W. Bush. Ooh. It, I know. Anyway, it's Tuesday, November 21st, and today is False Confession Day. <laughs> okay. It's National Suffering Day. Okay. It's World Hello Day. <laughs> this is a strange day. This is strange. It gets weirder. <laughs> and, and 
according to the United Nations, it's World Television Day. Okay. Now it's that time on the Daily Ground to sharpen your wit. Nothing, Carla, comes after thrice. We have once, twice, (laughs) and thrice. They're the only (laughs) words of their type, so don't try to force another one. (laughs) Got it. (laughs) The song Jingle Bells. Yes. Yeah, it was not a Christmas song. It's about going to grandmother's house for Thanksgiving. I'm just going to have to sing through that one and see how that goes. Oh, and by the way, in that song, they never name the horse. So an an unidentified horse. But yeah, it's a Thanksgiving song. I know. We turned it into a Christmas song. But in 2015, there were 10 billion Keurig pods produced. (laughs) That is enough Keurig pods to circle the globe 12 times at the equator. Oh, no. That's that's a that's a lot of k-cups i think one of those times around the earth was just me (laughs) i could be wrong me (laughs) so there we go oh no i guess you could start having a count and then figure (laughs) how far you've traveled around the globe of the equator based on your consumption oh it's too much i don't know if you remember when we were kids mom and dad's idea of a car seat was two phone books Mm-hmm. We just <laughs> you just sat on a nothing. box. Nothing. Nothing. Um yeah. And you basically uh anybody that was old enough to reach the phone could babysit. And so <laughs> we we would go to prison if we did that with our kids. Oh my gosh. And we survived. Yeah, yes we did. <laughs> and all our England. Did. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. England and Portugal have been allies since 1386. That is a long time. It is the longest unbroken treaty in effect today. 1386. Wow. Okay. How about that? Yeah. Carla, a group of boars. Yes. Is called a sounder. A sounder of boars, and this is like a the sounder pig of boars, like boars? the big pig, yeah. Okay. Pig yeah. <laughs> not like boring people, but no, okay. no, a not sounder, boor, yeah. <laughs> a sounder of boars, <laughs> boorish people. No, okay, no, like the hawk. Got it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. If you think about it, all those posters, you know, that used to see everywhere, that used to be so ubiquitous, you know, that said today is the first day of the rest of your life. Yes. Well, you know, that is a statement that is true for every day, except on the day you die. Right. And then <laughs> it's not. Unless you, unless you are a cross follower, in which case it continues to be true. True. All the measurements that are considered a month are really some of the most inaccurate measurements of time at all. Because the month could be 28 days. 29 days, 30 days, 31 days. That is is a very imprecise measurement of how how many months? Well, what is that? It doesn't mean anything. That's dumb. Yeah. Yeah, 4.3 weeks. I don't know how I've let people just pawn that off on me as a woefully inaccurate. Why don't you just just say, I don't know. Just guess. I mean, yeah. No one knows. So this is just a complete coincidence. But the word emoji. 
Yes. Really resembles the word emotion. And so a lot of us think it is a little thing to symbolize how you're feeling about something. Yes. But in reality, it's a Japanese word. And it comes from two Japanese words, E for picture and Moji character. It's just a picture of a character. I know. And it's just a coincidence that it sounds like emotion. Okay. I did not know. There you go. Japanese pictures. Okay. One of the things that I have learned from movies is that it is always possible to park directly outside the building that you're visiting. Isn't that something to aspire to? Because <laughs> never in the movie do you see somebody go, oh, there's nowhere to park. Oh, yeah, I'll be right. there. I'm three Everybody blocks over. Hang on. <laughs> is able to just park right wherever they need to. <laughs> True. Have, Carly, have you ever wondered why it is that people will believe you if you tell them there are four billion stars? They'll just go, yeah. But if you tell them that that paint is wet, they will check it. <laughs> they will have to touch it for themselves. <laughs> if you tell them the door's locked, they'll try it. Right. If you tell them you've pushed the button at the elevator, they're going to present anyway. <laughs> and it's like, why would I lie about that? You know, you believe me about big stuff. That, oh. no, not so much. Oh, mm. People are weird. People are weird. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's that time on the Daily Grind to enrich your faith. There is no greater love than this. Giving up your life for your friends. John 15, 13. I mean, the Bible teaches us what real love is all about. While the world tends to downplay love or making it exclusive to those who seem deserving, God's love goes way beyond that. It sets a higher standard for love, defining what it truly does and demands. So this verse, John 15, 13, very popular, I know that it was a verse that was on the World War II memorial outside Duncan Dining Hall when I was a cadet at A&M. And it was also the inscription at the German soldier cemetery when we lived in Bitburg, Germany. I think sometimes its true essence is really missed. A lot of folks relate it solely to what one person does for another. And while that is certainly part of it, we should not overlook, I think, the deeper beauty in this verse. So today on the podcast, I'd like us to dig into Jesus's words and see if we can unpack the real meaning behind this no greater love. I believe that there are powerful truths here and they hopefully will challenge and inspire us in our life and our faith. In the book of John, chapter 15, Jesus is nearing his crucifixion. It's the final moments with his closest friends, the disciples, and he imparts some crucial teachings. Now, Jesus is referring to himself as the vine, encourages his followers to remain connected to him for growth and life and fruitfulness. And towards the end of this discourse, he gives them a command. Love each other as I have loved you. John 15, 12. Now, the disciples, however, still couldn't get a hold of what Jesus was about to do for them. They couldn't grasp the idea that he's about to sacrifice himself on the cross. And when Jesus tells them to love as he's about to love them, he's alluding to his imminent sacrifice. So in context, John 
1513 reveals greater love has no one than this to lay down one's life for one's friends. And the second part describes what this agape love entails and being willing to lay down one's life. Jesus not only laid down his life in a literal sense, but also calls us, he calls you and me to sacrifice our desires for the sake of others. Now, while this verse mentions friends, obviously the parable of the Good Samaritan expands the definition of who our friends are. I mean, Jesus died for everyone so that whoever believes, it's everybody, regardless of their worthiness. In fact, he tells us explicitly that we are to love our enemies. So the challenge presented by John 15, 13 really is to reciprocate this sacrificial love to those around us. In this verse, Jesus hints at the sacrifice that he's about to make. Now, the disciples obviously may not have fully grasped the depths of these words in that moment, but after Jesus' death and resurrection, the meaning became crystal clear. In John 15, 13, Jesus demonstrates the ultimate form of love by going to the cross. Now, we often focus on the application, what we should do. But before you go there, we have to look a little bit deeper and realize the reason that we can love others sacrificially is because Jesus first loved us this way. So as followers of Jesus, we are called to imitate his love by putting others first, sacrificing our rights and desires for the benefit of those around us. This is how Jesus intended his followers to be known, by our love. Imagine the impact that the church could make if we did this, if we laid down our life, our rights, our desires for the sake of others, rather than fighting for what we think we deserve, what if we served, loved, and sacrificed like Jesus? So let's go and do likewise. Again, I want to thank you for spending time with me here on The Daily Grind. Um, as always, do that podcast stuff. If you like what's going on on this podcast, rate it, would you? It helps people find it. Review it and uh, share it with friends. I hope that everybody has an opportunity to experience the real and radical presence of the risen Jesus today. And I look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow on another episode of The Daily Grind. Grace and peace to you all in the name of our risen King Jesus.